0: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, our production of GoreCon, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news with us today. Happy to have him for the first time. Richard Murphy, CEO of Manitou Gold, trades on the venture under MTU and for our friends of the U.S. under MNTUF. For those who are new to the story, and it's going to be most of you, pay attention because Manitou controls 100% of the Gudro Project in northern Ontario where they're accelerating exploration in search of Canada's next gold discovery and maybe even a mine. Now, that may sound like what a lot of juniors like to say, but here's what you need to know. They're not doing it alone. They're supported by two, two majors. Alamos Gold, a $4 billion producer, owns 19.99% of the company. O3 Mining and a Cisco Group company owns 9.99%, and they're both assisting Manitou on the balance sheet, and in the boardroom. What does that mean? Well, the chief operating officer of Alamos is a director of Manitou. The CFO of O3 Mining is a director of Manitou, and both companies participated in the recent $5 million uh, financing, maintaining their pro rata ownership of the company. That should tell you a lot. Why are they are doing it? Well, here's a little overview, and then we're gonna talk about it with Richard. The area hosts two multi-million ounce gold deposits the Alamos Gold High-Grade Island Mine, and the Argonaut Gold uh, $380, million, $380 million Magino Planned Open Pit Gold Mine and Processing Mill that's going to be ready to go for 2023. Richard, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Hey, uh, today's press release, because it's beyond the press release, uh, Manitou Gold triples the size of 2021 drilling program on their Baltimore deformation zone to 30,000 meters. I mean, that's massive. But before we talk about the specifics of it, here's what I want to ask you. Most companies, most juniors would be thrilled if they had just one major as an owner or direct or on their board or both. You have two. What drew the likes of Alamos Gold and O3 Mining to be so integrally involved with Manitou?
1: Well, George, over the past uh, four years, we were assembling uh, a land package that we've we've now completed. It's, it's 350 square kilometers. It's bookended uh, between operating and past producing mines. So on the west end, we've got the island gold mine of Alamos, uh, the, the Magino open pit development owned by Argonaut Gold, and on the east end, uh, we're bookended by the, uh, past producing Renabi mind, which is
0: owned by Barrick gold. Um, uh, that's, that's an unbelievable neighborhood. How were you guys able to put together this land package right in the middle of giants? Cause even though, you know, the, uh, both these uh, Alamos is involved with you know, Cisco's involved with you. Uh, I'm assuming they would have loved to get their hands on this first. What does that say about your team that you guys were able to put this together?
1: Well when we started we did it quietly. Um, we didn't have a big budget to to start drilling or anything right away. so we were doing it sort of stepwise uh, boots on the ground confirming things. It took us seven seven different uh, acquisitions with with uh, you know mom and pop in, in cases of some of the smaller properties, uh, four different corporate deals. Um, and at the time when we began, actually Alamos was not an owner. They didn't own the island gold mine. They purchased that in 2017. Uh, with okay. the takeout of richmond um, for the to the tune of almost a billion canadian dollars
0: what is it that you saw there that obviously now has got the attention of, of a lot of people what did you guys see four years ago what's your theory on what you may have there because you're, you're in search of canada's next gold discovery and maybe even a mine and i'm assuming you don't say that lightly what what do you think you got there well, the, uh, the key is the Gujo-Lakalche deformation zone. Uh, this is the
1: deformation zone, big crustal scale structure. It hosts um, three, uh, well, <clears throat> past producing mines, being the Klein, Edwards, uh, Magino. Magino is being redeveloped now as an open pit, uh, and the operating mine at Island Gold. Uh, that thing extends for in excess of 20 kilometers and is truncated on its east end Uh, by an offsetting fault. And then it continues further east, but it's got a different name, just because of the geography, it's called the Baltimore Deformation Zone. That was uh, available when we began. So we put together what we could around the Goudreaux LaCouche Deformation Zone. And when the timing was right, we snatched up all the land covering the Baltimore Deformation Zone. That's where we're really focused with all this money we recently raised, started drilling on at the beginning of this year. That's what we see is, you know, the, the the lottery ticket where we have multiple
0: shots at finding a billion dollar deposit, and and your theory is correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is uh, these two zones may be, be maybe part of an original original single zone?
1: Absolutely. There's just, there's a there's a fault in the center of it. It offsets. I mean, if you if you work out <clears throat> the displacement on the fault, these. Two deformation zones, they fit back together. single one. It's it's similar scale to sort of the porcupine desk door uh main break. Um crustal scale, a lot of gold. So it's a very pregnant system. And you know, the Baltimore deformation zone, we own 18 kilometers of this along strike.
0: How big of a help is it to have uh Alamos and O3 on your board? Uh helping guy and I'm assuming they're helping you uh, they're helping guide you guys through this and again maybe correct me there if I'm wrong but how helpful is it to have them there as part of the team trying to figure all this out
1: well tremendous help and it it comes in in three forms uh first then obviously is uh from a financial perspective you know they they purchased shares to uh to become owners in their company um that helped out from a treasury perspective and enabled us to get the ball rolling in terms of getting our drill targets lined up and, and start the drill program. Secondly, they <clears throat> both have board representation, uh, the chief uh, financial officer from O3 Mining and Osisco Mining, and the chief operating officer from Alamos Gold. You know, They provide good insight and direction at the board level. And then finally, on the technical level, um, we have strong participation from, from both Alamos and O3 Mining and we get access to some brilliant people there. Um, and they give us tremendous support and guidance when it comes to the exploration. And think of it this way, Alamos is spending uh, $25 million just this year in exploration adjacent to us. Um, They've spent similar levels uh, invested in exploration over the last several years to the tune of almost hundred million dollars to the state. Uh, So to put it simply, they know an awful lot about the geology in this area. And, uh, you know, we work very closely with their uh, exploration team, and their v- including their VP exploration.
0: Um, and I was about but, to ask that question. You guys are going to be sharing info because you at the end of the day, you are two separate companies. But I guess there's a real interest there in sharing knowledge and information.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I know it's a, a tremendous uh, asset for us. And I like to think that we help them out a little bit too. I mean, we're exploring part of the belt that, you know, they wouldn't otherwise have any exposure to um so it's in their best interest to you know nudge us in the right direction
0: today's press release you've tripled the size of your 2021 building, drilling program i mean 10,000 meters is already a pretty good size drilling program but you tripled it to 30,000 meters what was the catalyst to that decision what was what was the aha moment where where your your team said hey we got to triple this and continuous drill results right through the first quarter of 2022, unbelievable.
1: That's right. Well, um, you know, early in this year, during the winter, we started a very broad uh, detailed geophysical surveys, uh, magnetics uh, induced polarization surveys covering uh, the Western 10 kilometers of this Baltimore deformation zone. We're now starting to get a significant amount of those results back. We've got numerous uh, incredibly attractive uh, target areas we have to drill. Um, so when we're in a position uh, both financially and technically to, uh, to make that commitment to, to do this 30,000 meters, and that's a start. Um, as circumstances change, you know, based on news flow uh, and results, we will uh, potentially be in- making significant increases to this 30,000 meters
0: as well. So safe to say, the early indicators tell you you're on to something. Let's triple this and really, and let's really, pardon the pun, let's really blast through this.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We we did this based on the technical um, fundamentals. We have the targets are shaping up perfectly. Uh, some of these areas, uh, like from a from a, a geological and geophysical perspective, uh,
0: they're just begging to be drilled. So, you know, we made the commitment. We're going to drill them all. By the time you're done, um, and and again, it says here, the drill program is, is anticipated to provide continuous drill results through the first quarter of 2022. By the time you're done, do you think you'll have enough? In- I mean, there's you're never going to have the, oh, the ultimate amount of information, but would you have more than enough information under your belt to start making some determinations as to what you've got there? Well, we- Tough to predict the future, but
1: I'm very optimistic based on what we know. And again, from a geological, geophysical, and and geochem uh, perspective, some of these targets are an area. I mean, it's never been drilled historically. Um, I mean, just that fact is very rare. I mean, where can you find a a pregnant gold, pregnant um, uh, crustal scale break in a mining jurisdiction like Ontario? That hasn't been drilled literally for ten kilometers of strike, uh, so I'm pretty sure that uh, we're going to get some some good surprises, and you know, the way we're set up, we can very quickly uh, you know do the step out and, and uh, infill drilling required to to put a handle on something you know potential size. Uh, for example, you know some of the drilling we've recently announced, uh, our, our last step out hole was a two hundred meter. Uh, down plunge step out so we got some pretty smart guys figured out what's the likely plunge and everything else we drilled the whole 300 meters vertical uh successfully and the next step out we drilled was down to 500 meters and we tagged the same ore zone and um I, I like to think that if we get into something in this next 10 kilometer portion of the baltimore deformation zone we'll go at it pretty aggressively in the same sort of a way
0: uh- Will you be drilling your highest priority targets right off the bat, or you gotta be more methodical uh, in, in how you do this and maybe more linear?
1: Uh, no, we, we're gonna go in terms of priority and, and logistics, but uh, yeah, first, first priority holes are gonna be drilled first. Um, if we happen to have something that's, you know, in proximity uh, to a high priority hole, you know, we'll probably test it as, as we're going by sort of thing. Um, but certainly, yeah, uh, we're going to have a large basket of, of, of top rate picks, and we're just going to go through that that top rate pick list. And uh, actually, I should mention, you know, that's, not, that's something that we're not creating in a vacuum uh, ourselves. We're, we're working very closely with our strategic shareholders, both uh, Cisco Group and Alamos, and <clears throat> we will be... Uh, basically creating our, our, our target picks with the input of their technical teams.
0: So with all that teed up, then the, nat- the next logical question is, when does the program begin? And when do you expect the first set of continuous results to start coming out? Because uh, now, now you've got everybody interested in saying, okay, we got to watch this. We've uh, just
1: come through the spring breakup period where the ground was mucky and soft and uh, we uh, suspended uh, for a matter of a few weeks are drilling just so we weren't making a mess out of the bush. Um, we recommenced literally uh, three days ago. Okay. And so I happy to uh, report that, you know, core is flowing into the core shack. Um, initial is being logged and, and samples are being sawn and it'll be delivered to the lab. Uh, so I would anticipate in the next few weeks, that news flow, the pump will be primed. The news flow will begin. And it should be more or less continuous every few weeks
0: approximately uh, through the remainder of the year, well into the next year. So starting a few weeks and then every three to four weeks, expect that, that kind of cadence ballpark, three to that's four, exactly. three to five weeks, that kind of cadence. Yes. What's the ultimate goal here, Richard? So that's amazing. So I can't ask you more because like I said, you can't predict what's going to happen. So now we're going to have to wait. If everything goes well, and that doesn't mean everything goes perfect because nothing goes perfect. But if everything goes well, as expected, what's the ultimate plan? Do you guys want to uh, build a mine there and you guys operate it and go big? Or do you get to a point where, or is the plan to get to a point where a major comes along and takes it out? Well, we're, we're explorationists. Um,
1: we're not mining guys. We don't have that particular expertise. Uh, I think we're, we do have some, some particular expertise when it comes to, uh, mineral exploration and, and uh, assembling important land packages. So in the past, um, with my own experience, uh, we've gone from discovery, uh, resource, uh, estimation, um, to right through pre-feasibility, uh, converting resources into reserves and you put a valuation on the project and hopefully the bidders are lined up. Um, that's, that's our best case scenario is you know, we have a project where we've been able to drill off a resource. We can put a value on it and you know let the big bidding begin.
0: All right, so we'll leave it at that because I think uh, we've got just about everything we can at this stage. Cannot wait to have you back, Richard, uh, in a few weeks. And it, from the sounds of it, you and I are going to get very well acquainted in 2021 into 2022. I can see us doing a steady one of these every month, give or take a week or so, depending on what drill results come out. So wishing you and the entire team fantastic luck with this. Uh, we're all uh, waiting to see what happens and can't wait to have you back.
1: Well, thank you very much. I look forward to delivering some news and, uh, and catching
0: up with you once we've got news to talk about here. Thanks, Richard. Thank you. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Richard Murphy He's CEO of Manitou Gold, trades on the Venture Exchange under MTU. And for our friends in the US, M-N-T-U-F, you see those stock symbols right there uh, above Richard said, For those of you who, knew, who are new, this is the part where you got to start your due diligence. And two ways to do that is as follows. One, get to the Manitou Gold hub on Agoracom. The profile page there has a perfect summary, a great 30,000, I might even say 10,000 foot view of the company's assets, what it's doing, its partnerships, owners, all all they're neatly wrapped up for you as one great summary. Once you've got that under your belt, because we think that's important to get that core foundation, then go over to uh, to the company's site, which obviously you can get to from Agoracom, or you can see it again right on the screen, ManitouGold.com, to do your deeper dive uh, due diligence. Given the fact that gold once again is on the move, And we see plenty of talk in the U.S. about inflation concerns, inflation worries. It behooves everyone watching this. Doesn't matter if you're a traditional resource investor or if you're a small cap investor. You've got to be taking a close look at the junior gold sector. And Manitou Gold is a fantastic place to start. Do your due diligence. Don't say we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time.